0: Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. A recent poll by Pew Research Center shows that the U.S. Christian population has been declining steadily in the past decade. Uh, Today, 63% of Americans describe themselves as Christians, down from 75% just a decade ago. And... uh, Those Americans who identify with non-Christian faith uh, hold steady, but the share of secular Americans seems to be up about 10 percentage points from a decade ago. Uh, There are reports from the Barna Group, which is a a well-respected polling organization uh, started by George Barna, himself an evangelical Protestant. The Barna Group now estimates that in-person church attendance is between 30 and 50 percent lower than it was before the pandemic. Uh, what can we do about it? With me right now to talk about that is Doug Keck, President and Chief Operating Officer at EWTN. And Doug, great to talk to you. It's been a few weeks.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Al. It's always great to be with you. This, this
0: uh, in your in your own experience, does it look to you like it's as bad as thirty to fifty percent lower?
1: Well, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, obviously, with the up and down uh, kind of COVID experience, I think it also depends upon uh, where you go to church. Um, You know, I I think from, uh, and I'll just speak from my general understanding on the Catholic perspective, I think where there were great outreaches from the parish during uh, the COVID lockdowns, you know, mass was made available uh, you know uh, online mm-hmm. uh, they tried and made efforts to have confession in the parking lot right. or other ways or people could drive up to receive communion or something after mass kind of a thing i think those parishes i think are probably doing pretty well mm-hmm. i think some of the ones where there there wasn't quite the same outreach i think uh you know people got lost uh yeah. you know in some ways uh You know they lost that connection, um, and in some ways, maybe they even found themselves uh, watching the other parish, you know, down the road that maybe was was running the mass on television. Maybe they decided to go there. Now we certainly would think, and it's not our intention to be uh, taking people away because you've got to. You should go to mass. (laughs) You know, watching mass on television (laughs) is not the same as going to mass, unless you're in a situation where you know because of health. Sure, your uh, debilitating disease or something. Then obviously it it has a benefit. So, but we found a lot of people. I think who found us, uh, or at least turned to us on the short term. And, and the good part is they they stayed with us because I think they discovered our other programming, uh, whether it yeah. be radio, TV, and um, you know. So people get accustomed and they start to realize there's a resource there. So I think I think unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I think we we live in a kind of a, a, a cushy society and, you know, sitting on the couch watching Mass is, uh, you know, better than having to get dressed and do everything else and go out the door, especially, uh, you know, depending on where you live and the weather's like. So uh, it can make it easy. And then people get to the idea, well, if it's okay before mm-hmm. and it wasn't a big deal, <laughs> what's the difference now? And part of the problem is the church has got to be willing to tell people that it is a big deal, and yeah. there's really a downside to not going, besides saying things like, well, think of all the camaraderie we have when we all get together. You yeah. know, that's wonderful, but sure. that has nothing to do directly with my salvation. Right. What right. I need to understand is, you know, I owe this to God. I'm supposed to be there. This is an opportunity for me to show my devotion to the Lord, and he expects this of me, and I'll be asked about it later in yeah. some fashion or form uh and and also i need to be fed through the eucharist so that i can survive in this crazy world we live in you know i
0: you always wonder uh in my own experience here in ann arbor we've got a great parish and uh it looks to me like we're as strong as we were before covid but you know when covid first started in 2 years ago i mean it was it was really frightening mm-hmm. uh, you know the uh, the absence uh, of people but it it's come back and you know it looks looks pretty lively to me now and the attendance looks to be strong although i haven't checked it out i haven't looked at the numbers just from eyeballing it uh, and I know where I know where the parish I attend. Salvation is important. Uh, Eucharist is important. It is the source and summit of our faith. So our our pastor makes that absolutely clear. Uh, and I've wondered, you know, when I when I was much younger, I don't recall the priests that I had in my early teens, anyways, emphasizing what was at stake in missing Mass? And I think that as a a young teen, I I simply said, well, if it's only about, you know, coming here and singing a few songs, and, uh, uh, you know, I didn't even have the language of community, but, you know, seeing people, if that's all it's about, then I've got something else I'd rather do. Do you think that, American Catholicism is much more focused on the Eucharist uh, as the source and summit of our faith today, 2022, than back. Well, that would have been back in 1970. You have any idea? That well, looks like we might have lost Doug here, huh? okay, guys. Let's see what we can do to get that corrected. All right. Uh, Talking with Doug Keck about this decline in church attendance because of the COVID pandemic, uh, we've got churchgoers, uh, again, according to these polls, church going down. Really what it comes back to is our responsibility to actually share with people what's at stake. You know, so often people talk about going to church as though it's like joining a club or, you know, just having a social experience. I, I know if you're a regular listener to you know, these our programs, if you're a viewer of EWTN, then you know full well that what you've got now, uh, you know what's at stake. Because one thing I'm absolutely certain of is that if you're a regular viewer of EWTN, a regular listener to EWTN Radio, you know what's at stake. Because you don't listen to this program, you don't listen to the other programs here, if you have a question of the value
1: of the faith. Doug, you back with us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've, uh, I was just uh, following on what you were just saying. Absolutely. And, uh, and I, I think what it is for people is, you know, we had a cultural world where you were supposed to go to church. Yeah, uh, And that, over the last number of years, obviously, has kind of dissipated greatly. Um, and then you have this, which makes it even easier for people to not go yeah. to church or not feel like they're obligated to go to church. And that's where I think sometimes we, we, again, as I was alluding to before, we need to be clearer with people over the fact that there's some downside to not participating and doing like, like you were saying, Al— you there are requirements not in the sense of being in a club but requirements in the sense that this is what our lord has laid out about yeah. keeping you know holy the lord's day and the idea of the church that he founded and this is you know to go to to mass now in the old days somebody would say well if you if you, if you should have went to mass and you didn't go to mass it's a mortal sin you could go to hell and then people would say well Maybe it's a mortal sin, but, you know, as I miss mass once. I mean, God's going to send me to hell. And I think theologians are saying, no, well, you've got to understand the whole value of. So in some attempts to kind of get away from a very black and white <laughs> right, kind right. Of response, we ended up watering everything down yeah. Yeah. rather than saying to people, listen, what you did is wrong. How culpable you'll be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is between you and God. Right. You know, your culpability. But you can't go and say, "Well, uh, it, it can't be; it, it's not wrong when it is wrong," um, and you have to start from that fact. And, and I think we also have to realize too is that, you know, we can con our friends, our neighbors, our priest, or our bishop. We're not conning God, right? Okay, so we can convince ourselves of everything. But just remember, you're going to be face to face with Him, and He knows. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It, look,
0: people. At least here in Michigan, where I live, normal activities have really largely resumed. Uh, people are going to concerts, people go going mm-hmm. to ball games, uh, uh, and anybody who's saying that I'm staying away from mass because I'm, uh, you know, afraid, needs to ask themselves: Are you also staying away from shopping? Are you also staying away, right. you know, from uh, recreational activities? uh, Ask yourself if you're being uh, entirely consistent uh,
1: here. Uh, Right. That's that's the one. You know, they always have said at times with going to mass and things like that. Uh, You know, if yeah, I don't feel like going to mass. But if somebody called, you know, I don't feel like it, and and somebody called up and said, I got tickets to the to the to the (laughs) the Michigan game. You know what I mean? Uh, Would you be rolling out the door? If the answer is yes, then you've got to think about. Uh, you know, mass, which is actually, of course, uh, of a much higher level. Um, And it doesn't mean, and we always have to caveat for everything, everybody has different situations. No one's judging anybody who's got those unique situations. That's not what laws are for. Laws are for the average person in the normal situation. That's right. Exceptions to the rule are understood. I always give the example of saying, you know, if your kid is in an accident and he's dying and you drive 100 miles an hour to get him to the hospital... You broke the speeding laws, okay? That's true, but for a very good reason. Yeah. And nobody's going to hold you accountable for that. Right. It doesn't mean because there might be a situation where you can drive 100 miles an hour that we should just get rid of all of the speeding laws. <laughs> right, right. Right? Yeah. Unless you're in Germany on the Autobahn, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but at least for the United States, I mean, and that's where we are because somebody can find an exception to the rule. It keeps acting like, well, then the rule doesn't matter. Yeah. And the answer is no, the rules still matter. Culpability is what gets adjudicated. That's right, and
0: that's what God can determine. Uh, and I, this is—I I, suspect—we're going to have some tough times ahead, uh, judging by international mm-hmm. affairs. Uh, and we're going to—we're ha- going to actually need all the grace we can get. Right. Absolutely. And uh, we should be bearing down on uh, our discipline here right. and make sure that Absolutely. we're getting a mass regularly. Doug, thanks. Great talking to you. All right, Al. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. Doug Keck again, President and Chief Operating Officer, EWTN. No doubt about it, we're in for some tough times. Everywhere you look, and I want to stress again, where can you find the grace to carry on? You find it at Mass.